So it is uh, such a joy and a privilege to be amongst you. And I thank and praise God for this wonderful opportunity He has given me to share God's word with you. So the topic is business God's way because there are two ways of doing a business. It can be God's way. It can be the worldly way. And as believers, uh, we definitely we want to do business God's way. Some of the points which I am telling you or sharing it to you may look very fundamental or which you may be following excellently. Praise God for that. And wherever the Lord speaks to you, wherever you feel, yes, this is one area where I have to correct. I pray that all of us were able to con con change ourselves, transform ourselves so that we are a blessing to others and God is glorified. 2022 has been a tumultuous start for uh, me, especially. Uh, other than this business, what I have, um, I had a partnership firm. There was, uh, I came out of the partnership and there was a lot of issues. Even now, there are a lot of issues, a lot of challenges. It became very nasty, a lot of unfairness. But God has been sustaining us, counseling us, guiding us, protecting us and giving us the wisdom and ability to face every unfairness through his strength. So even in this process, the Lord taught me a lot of things. And every day I'm learning something new. Now, doing business God's way. The first thing is Luke 16.11. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? Luke 16, 11. So the most fundamental thing for any believer, especially a person who runs a business, is how we handle money. Some of us may be experts, but for people like me, it has been a very difficult and a very, very torturous journey because intentionally, I don't default. Intentionally, I don't want to cheat anybody, but definitely, definitely, I have been careless in handling the way money, I have been handling the money carelessly. So this new year, it was uh, our decision that we will set right things. Billy Graham always used to say that if you can handle your worldly wealth properly, then 90% of your problems in this world is solved. Zach Funan always tells that like how faith is important in the spiritual kingdom, money is important in the worldly kingdom. If you take the Gospels, you will be knowing that Jesus spoke about money and money-related things more than 2,000 times. And he spoke around 500 times about faith and less than 500 times about prayer. So you can understand how important it is for us to handle money properly. So it is a time of introspection for all of us. Am I handling the money the way God wants me to handle? Like, I have been careless. I'm not very particular. 
I don't, uh, uh, I am not particular if somebody delays or somebody doesn't pay. And the same way, from my side also, I have been careless in making payments. Not with the bank. From the date we start the company, this company Andy and Lamination was started in 2012. From that day till date, we never had an check return or an ECS return. But I may tell Sam that I'm paying in January, but I may end up paying in February. But actually, the way we handle money reflects on us. And actually, it speaks a lot because the word spreads very fast. The second thing, it is about debt. Paul says, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. Now, there are various types of debts. All of us know that. But actually, the word of God says we will be lenders and not borrowers. And I have met so many people who have never, never borrowed in their life. But now we buy a house, we take on EMI, we buy a car, we take on EMI. So I had a lot of doubts and I spoke to a lot of spiritual people, godly people. And uh, even Zach Finan in his uh, messages, he always says, if you are creating an asset, against that asset, you can have a repayment, you can have a debt. That's what he says. But again, it is his opinion, but God's word is that we should not have any debt. And you know, when we have debt, we don't even have to give tight. You know that the tight money can be used to repay any debt we have. First, we have to clear our debts and we have to keep on claiming this promise that we will be lenders and not borrowers. I... One uh, Annan, he was uh, very, very close to me. About uh, four or five years back, um, when my daughter was uh, leaving for Canada, we went to his house. We, uh, he prayed for her. And we just went to take his blessings. And uh, he's a well-wisher, such a wonderful person. And then the next day, he sent me 50,000 rupees to my account. When I asked him why he sent it, he said, you'll have a lot of expenses. You can use it and you can repay it whenever you can. And as I told you, I am very casual in my approach. I thought I will pay in some months. It became years. And suddenly I realized that I have still not repaid him. And immediately I called him asking for the bank details so that I can do a transfer. He gave me the details. And after I sent the money, he sent me a message. He said, now there will be so much of blessing that you will become a lender. He was not trying to curse me, but actually the point he was trying to make is that when we have debts, we actually prevent the flow of blessing from the Lord. I always use the terminology untying God's hands. So certain of our actions tie God's hands. And because of that, we get into, we actually prevent the flow of blessings in our lives. Now, again, 
it is for each and every one of us if we have debts it is time we start repaying it let us remember let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another the next one romans 13:7 give to everyone what you owe them if you owe taxes pay taxes if revenue then revenue if respect then respect if honor then honor or we paying our taxes properly it can be income tax it can be gst it can be any of the statutory obligations esi pf or we paying it properly one area where we lack is the salaries we pay to our employees are we paying at least the minimum wages you know for every category of labor there is a minimum wages act and we have to pay the minimum wages we have operations in karnataka where for an unskilled laborer the minimum wages is 11800 rupees per month tamil nadu also it is equally high it is around 10000 rupees are we paying at least this if we exploit them then again we stop the flow of blessing from the lord james 54 deuteronomy 21 2415 the word of god says the cry of the laborers reaches him again it is a question of introspection or we paying everything exactly as per the statutory things paying above statutory is definitely will increase our blessing but we have to be sure that at least we pay what we have to pay next is the question of profit better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice proverbs 16:8 we definitely have to make profits profits is not a dirty word but we should not resort to profiteering lot of us we know the difference between a profit and a profiteering and every profit we make it should be legal that should not be unethical means whether it is in these ways weight or any measurement if we cut corners then it is unrighteous grain so again we have to introspect and see in our industries whether we are doing or making money the legal way or are we cutting corners again when we cut corners the lord does not like it and we prevent the blessings from the lord next generosity a generous person will prosper whoever refreshes others will be refreshed proverbs 11:25 the worldly way is be a go getter achieve at any cost trample on anybody 
but god's way is be a go giver there is a book called go giver written by borg and john it is just 135 pages i just started reading it he is not a believer but actually the principles are excellent if you are a reader if you have the habit of reading you should buy that book and read it but basically we should be generous towards others i work with toyota we are suppliers to toyota and now they have adopted a village and they have invested 20 crores on the project they have improved the village and taken it to an entirely different level you may think it is csr it is not csr it is much much beyond csr every day i learn lot of things from these people not only this we talked about taxes they follow the law both in letter and spirit whether it is pollution norms whether it is any statutory obligations they ensure that it is not only them all of us follow it our unit is very close to toyota unit some years back what happened um, our boys in ignorance we generate a foam scrap small bits and it used to fly to so many places so what they did they built, they built a small uh, cement tank on the floor and they used to put everything and they used to burn it they were thinking that they were doing a good thing but actually foam polyurethane foam is a combination of polyol and tda that is isocyanate and so there is pollution when you burn it and um, some pollution official department official when that person was crossing our unit he saw this and his visit was to toyota and he went there and he just mentioned that he saw something like this happening you won't believe i am not exaggerating within half an hour we had about 15 or 20 people from toyota including the managing director and they brought the floor clean they arranged everything and within two hours the entire place the tank whatever we have made was demolished everything was closed and there was a class taken for us pointing out how we were wrong what we were doing was wrong and they ensured that we never repeat that from that day and you know something toyota is a debt free company they don't have any limit including bank limit we come we supply to toyota boshoku it is a sister concern of toyota kirloskar so toyota kirloskar is the car assembly unit toyota kirloskar pays toyota boshoku on 26th of every month and toyota boshoku in turn pays all its vendors on 28 it can be 100 rupees it can be 100 crores but the date never slips they don't have even 
one rupee liability to bank or anybody. All of you should be knowing that Reliance is a debt-free company. The point I am trying to make is these people, they do not know the Lord. But from all that I shared, you would have realized that they are following knowingly or unknowingly the word better than all of us. So it is a lesson we have to learn. So how generous are we? Generosity starts at home. How generous are we with our employees, with our laborers? There is a mill in uh, this, our area, Salem district, where any employee for their children education, they have to just submit the chalan of the school or college and the management takes care of the fees. So the employee's children can study up to whatever level they want to study. All these are lessons for us. And actually, we should be much, much doing much, much more than these people because we are the children of the living Lord. And then humility. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Proverbs 22.4. So how humble are we in our dealings? So humility is a huge word and it can be interpreted in so many ways. It is not only the way we dress. It is not only the car in which we go. Yes, definitely there we exhibit humbleness. But are we humble enough to listen to our employees, to people in the lower level in our organization? And are we humble enough when they point out something better than us? Are we doing it? Because if we analyze our life, pride and ego has actually prevented a lot of good things happening in our family, in our organization, in our ministry, because we prejudge the person who is giving the suggestion and we close our heart and mind and ears to what he is saying. So true humility is openness, ability to accept views from a person at a lower level and ability to say sorry when we have done something wrong. Recently, I had a fight with uh, my wife and I realized that uh, actually what I did was wrong. But my pride, my ego did not allow me to reconcile or to ask for forgiveness. So just two of us are there and uh, we were living like strangers for two, three days. Then the conviction was so high. I went and I asked for forgiveness. I told what I did was wrong and things are not happening. So the moment I said, I'm sorry, we were reconciled. 
so are we humble in our dealings and finally the most important thing the wicked flee though no one pursues but the righteous are as bold as a lion proverbs 28:1 any entrepreneur has to be a very very bold person he has to be very bold because running a business itself is a big challenge and especially in this time of covid all of us have gone through lot of challenges or going through lot of challenges but are we bold to take the decision and are we bold to face all the challenges one thing we have to understand the lord is with us in our battles the lord definitely definitely is with you and he will give you the strength wisdom discerning spirit to take the right decisions and make the company a testimony for his glory we are business people not because of our desire it is god's plan and god has kept us in a place where we are a blessing for so many families you just think about the number of people working in your organization it can be 2 3 5 25 50 100 but definitely god has given us the privilege to be a blessing to so many families he will never never leave us as i close let us remember jeremiah 29:11 the lord has plans to prosper you to give you a future and a hope never give up so all these things whatever we discussed today in whatever area the lord spoke to you through the power of the holy spirit let us make the changes so that we are a blessing our organization is a blessing the lord is glorified and we are blessed may the lord give you the strength and ability to face and make take your organization to the level which the lord has planned even before we were formed in our mother's womb amen thank you so much most gracious heavenly father we adore you praise you glorify you you are an awesome god the great i am the creator of heaven and earth the master of the universe lord you are sovereign you are transient but at the same time you are imminent thank you master for this wonderful privilege you gave to each and every one of us to spend time at your feet and to learn from you lord whatever you spoke to us through your word help us to assimilate it and practice it in our lives master it can happen only through a special anointing and power of the holy spirit because we can never accomplish anything on our own strength lord i pray 
for each and every brother and sister who joined and for those who are not able to join. I bless them in your name. We pray for a special blessing upon each and every one of their business. And Lord, you know the challenges, what they are going through now. We pray for miracles and wonders in their organizations. And let each and every organization be a testimony for you, Master, and you, you alone should be glorified. Lord, I commit the personal needs of each and every one of my brothers and sisters. Maybe financial, personal, health. It may be relational, whatever it may be. Let your hand of grace and mercy be upon them, providing for them and meeting them at their point of need. Lord, I commit the CBMC and each and every person in the ministry into your hands. Lord, thank you for this wonderful life-transforming ministry, the vision you gave through which our lives have been transformed. We pray that it spreads throughout India and more and more people are blessed. Their lives are transformed. They are strengthened through your word. Continue to minister to us. Continue to guide us. Continue to lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.